and welcome back to Mildly Uncomfortable. This is a podcast in which two friends sit down to explore different controversial subjects each episode. I'm your host, Brandon Zoyce, and alongside me is my co-host, Justin Coleman. How you guys doing? Okay, on today's episode, we're going to be discussing sexuality. I thought it was important that before anything, we start with sexual orientation, because I feel like that's the thing people think of first when they think of sexuality in general. For a lot of people, sexuality isn't as simple as just being gay or straight. There's a lot of people who like multiple genders. There are people who like none. And I thought we could start there for the discussion. Can you actually go through, because we have a bit of a list here, and can you go through and explain a few of them to me? Uh, Yeah, so there's gay. So gay is kind of an umbrella term in a sense, in the same way queer is an umbrella term. Gay, you can say, is just either two men or two women, but it's more commonly used for two men to say, like, oh, he's gay. You could say she's gay as well, but people think of gay, it's usually, like, a a guy and a guy. Yeah. There's straight, which is obviously just, like, a heterosexual, a woman and a man. There's lesbian, which is two women, so that's just gay for two women. There's bisexual people. So those are people who choose to date both genders, people who are attracted to both genders, and they're somewhere on the spectrum. Some people like women more than men. Some people like men more than women. Some people can only date women but are sexually attracted to men and vice versa with that. Uh, There's poly. So poly. This is one of the ones that I was confused about because I I have no idea what this one means. (laughs) So it's. Polysexual, so it's like when people they're attracted to, uh, like maybe a poly person can be attracted to a woman, and maybe like a genderqueer person, and maybe a non-binary person, but not be attracted to men. So it basically means like multiple, multiple. They're attracted to multiple genders, but not all genders. If that makes any sense. Okay. And then there's asexual people. Asexual people usually run on no to little sexual drive. So an asexual relationship, usually it it can have sex, but usually it'll be very, very, very little. The whole point of it is like, they don't really have sexual drive. And if they do, there's very, very little of it. And then there's queer. Queer is another umbrella term. It's even more of an umbrella term than gay in the sense that you can say you're queer Basically, it means that you're either not straight or you're not cis. What is cis? Cis means uh, you identify with the gender you were born as. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, if you're anywhere under the umbrella, if, if you're not straight or you're not cis, you can say you're queer. And a lot of people use it instead of just saying, oh, I'm gay and I'm also trans. They'll just be like, oh, I'm cis. Or no, they'll be like, oh, I'm queer. Just okay. like it's just like a quicker thing. Yeah. Uh, and then like fluid people that goes along with gender and even sexuality. You can be sexually fluid. You're just like it's just another umbrella term. And so that's like most of them. I mean, I'm sure there are more sexualities, but those are like the basic ones, the base ones. So yeah, I guess back to the question: How do you identify, Brandon? So this is the thing that I was talking about. I've been telling Justin that I have something to talk about for this podcast specifically and there's been jokes 
in general from other people, but I do think that I am bi. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you think that? I just, like, as of now, I just am attracted to whoever, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, sexually attracted or not? Yeah. Like, anybody. I really don't care with with male or female at this point. Because the whole whole thing is, for me, I think, is that I want to experiment more. So I guess maybe it's not completely bisexual. Maybe it's just bi-curious in that sense. But some people are just curious and then they find out, no, it's not what I like. But, I mean, that's all up to you to discover, obviously. Yeah, and I haven't been able to. So I don't know if it's completely, you know, 100% bisexual. But as of now, I guess I'm just bi-curious. No, that makes sense. I think a lot of people go through that more than they'd like to admit it, at least. I mean, it's cool that you know yourself and that you know that about yourself. Yeah. I've Um, never, like, acted upon anything. Like, I always, I always thought it was just normal for that, for that sense, where I just think it's so weird that even a, a straight person can't look at somebody and say and admit they're attractive without them being weirded out. You know what I mean? Like another person, you know, like yeah. of the same gender, like a straight male can't look at another straight male and be like, Oh, he's attractive. But like, you can tell that dude's attractive. What do you mean? So I think I'm the weird one in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's really a, as much as a thing now, like, and that's kind of the difference between like being bisexual or anything like i think anybody can say somebody else is attractive no yeah or you can look at somebody and say oh yeah that person's really attractive or i think they're really attractive i think if you can't say that then like that's your own problem and maybe you're uncomfortable with your sexuality that's what i'm saying that's what i mean because a a lot of like what you know those stereotypical straight people who are like oh nothing ever like i won't say that at all like that they're attractive there's yeah. a lot of people who are like that, and I have no idea why. Because even if, like, you're straight, you can literally admit that somebody of the same gender is attractive. It's weird to me that that's a big thing. Yeah, I never understood that either. Yeah, it's like, that always stood out to me, like, growing up. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, it makes... I never understood for the point that if a gay person can say... Like, oh, if I say a woman's attractive, it doesn't mean I want to have anything to do with her sexually. Right. I just think she's a really beautiful person. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's always like, well, you can just flip that. Like, that does not make sense to you. Like, I don't under, I don't get people like that. Literally. It doesn't make sense to me. But, yeah, I know, I know what you mean about it. This is actually, like, the first time I've said that as well with at least being bi-curious. I don't think I've ever told anybody that. And that's been, you know, on my mind for a bit. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. <laughs> like, just talking to you in general, I was like, yeah, probably, but yeah, I'll let him figure that out himself. I don't I don't ever feel like it's appropriate to ask people about their sexuality oh, really? unless they're ready to talk to you about it. Oh, true. Yeah, just, like, even when I was coming out, like, when people would just be asking me if I was gay, it's like, that's so fucking rude. Like, let me figure out what the mm-hmm. fuck I am before you come and mess with me. Yeah, mainly if you don't know anything about the whole, like I didn't with the different types, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, so it makes complete sense. I figured I would just let you chill and figure that out yourself. I still have to figure it out technically, you know? Yeah. How do you, like, have you always, like, felt, when it comes to sexuality, I mean, like, how do you feel about sexualities outside of your own? Or, like, have how you used to feel? Because for me personally, like, even with my own sexuality, like, I used to really, I feel like even as a kid, I used to be homophobic to a certain extent, even knowing I was gay. Really? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think most kids, if not all, were homophobic at one point. In what way, though? Like, what do you mean by homophobic? Like, you were just against it? Yeah, in the way that I just thought it was a bad thing, and that if you were, it means you were a bad person. I never really thought that way. I didn't care. Like, I literally didn't give a fuck. (laughs) When I was younger, it was just the fact that I didn't even realize people were like that. Like, they were attracted to the same gender or anything like that. I just didn't realize it as a kid. And then growing up, like, middle school... I didn't care, you know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't a big deal to me whatsoever. Like, you know, kids in our grade or in our school that were gay, like, it's not like I looked down upon them or said anything to myself where I was like, oh, they're probably not a good person. I didn't do that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's just because I was gay and people could kind of tell that they went out of their way to make me feel bad about it. And you yourself too were trying to put, put you down as well. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. Do you feel like your sexuality is represented in media? In media? Yeah. I think all sexualities are represented in media nowadays. Well, like in terms of yours, like you said you, I mean, I guess you're still figuring out. Yeah. So I was going to say, I know for straight people, but I don't know. That's your own thing. You got to figure that out. What do you mean, though? For straight people, what? Well, I'm saying, like, do you feel like it's represented accurately in media? Would oh, you... being straight? Yeah. 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 From, like, film and everything, you mean? Or, mm-hmm. like, film, video games, shit. media, social media. Oh, yeah. Media. Definitely straight is 100%. Yeah. Straight's always been the main benefactor in film social media movies or uh video games i mean i mean there's like especially nowadays there's a big conversation around i guess writers and directors and just creators in general and it's usually straight people throwing queer characters into storylines just to have a queer character in the storyline uh especially when it comes to video games just because of the audience that's there you see a lot of people complaining nowadays and I see that I see this a lot on TV where it's like it'll just be a bunch of straight writers and they'll have a gay person on and they enter it'll just be like that'll be their entire storyline is that this person is gay that's their storyline while like somebody else's storyline will be like this is them like coming to terms with this and chasing their dream. It's just like this person just gets the storyline of being gay. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's tired. Like, it's kind of why uh, I like the show Euphoria. They have a, a trans character on the show. And before they ever introduce her as trans, they introduce her as Jules, which is the character. And they just introduce her as a person before you ever even find out it it's tra- like she's trans yeah instead of saying this is a trans person and her name is jules or having her entire experience on the show just being her taking right. hormones 
or getting surgeries or having that be like the biggest thing in her life. Right. Which I mean, it is a huge thing, but I like that in the show, it's not like the thing that's stapled on her forehead for everybody to see. It's not the main focus of her character. Yeah. She's Jules first. And then she's also a trans person, which I think is really important to, to, to have characters be represented as, as people first. And then, what they are yeah because that's how it is like in real life yeah. you're not just your fucking sexuality you are a fucking person yeah i mean when even when i first came out i had the problem where friends would introduce me and then they would say oh this is justin my gay friend and then it was just like oh shit really what the fuck is that about like why is that added on that's weird yeah i thought it was weird too like i'm happy they don't do it anymore but it was like what what is that like what is what is that about but it was just shit like that where it kind of dehumanizes you and Mm -hmm. it's just like oh i'm gay first and then i'm his friend type of deal and that it just feels shitty so whenever i see that on tv it's like it kind of turns me off from a show Mm -hmm. and i mean outside of that it goes back to why are they putting it kidding uh putting a character on the show in the first place are they, or do they genuinely want to show some representation or is it just like queer baiting? Which I don't know if you've heard that term or not before. No, I have not. So queer baiting is basically where they, it happens a lot. They'll put, there'll be a show. It'll be like two straight characters or it'll, or, uh, and then they'll allude to them being in a relationship to like bring gay audiences to the show but then never confirm it so that way their show doesn't have to have a gay character on it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So they did wow. it with, like, like there's the Legends of Korra. They did it on that show where they, like, alluded that she was a lesbian, but they never made it. Like, they never showed a kiss or anything like that. Yeah. They just showed them being really close friends. So that way they could keep it on Nick and not have a problem. Right. There's, like, shit like that. But they they do it all the time. They'll just like have like it'll usually be two straight male characters, and it'll just be like alluded to like it'll just be like little sexual innuendos just to like allude that they're in a relationship. Yeah. But they never confirm it, so that way it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to represent their show. Like we have a gay character. It's like no, we never said that character was gay. See, and it looks better on paper for when they need advertisement and sponsors. You know oh, what yeah. I mean. Hundred percent, and that, so that happens a lot too. With uh, any like you were talking about, how they introduce a character like that, they they there's a lot of times they do that just to do it and be relatable. Yeah, so that that gets me into my next point yeah. is: are they doing it just for uh, financial reasons, for gain in some sense? This happens a lot in video games, where I always see people yeah. complaining that there's a gay characters. Here's the thing. I don't think people should ever be complaining that there's a gay character if you're a straight person. Because you have all these characters that you already have. Do you like would you see me complaining that there's a straight character in the video game? Yeah. Cuz if so, I would never touch any video game ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like why go out of your way to do that? It's weird to me. It's very weird. 
Yeah. So when it comes to the video game thing, I want to hear the opinions of other gay people. So I'm like, oh, like, do you do you think that they're just putting this in the game to get your dollar or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure that that happens. Like, I think it's fake. The only time I think it's fake is when it's like when it comes to something like Overwatch. So I'm pretty sure it was like soldier in the game there's a soldier character where they said like he might be gay or whatever he comes out of the game yeah that's the main thing i was was gonna bring him up too (laughs) so when it's a case like that where you've already introduced a character and then when it's trendy and fine to be gay then you make him gay instead of introducing him as a gay character i think it's fake i don't like that I think it's like a, a phony tactic to get dollars. Yeah. Because if you really cared, he would have been gay gay when you introduced him. From the very fucking beginning. Yeah, from the get-go, instead of making him gay down the line. It's like the thing with J.K. Rowling, how they... <laughs> she changes their orientation all the fucking time. Yeah, to be... It's supposed to be to, re, to be relatable, to grab yeah. more dollars from a different community. Yeah. I think it's shitty anyway, and this is why, like, I bring up the media thing, because it's like, especially nowadays, you see it everywhere, where now there's, like, at least one gay character in most drama series, which is cool to see representation, and I like it a lot, but I like it when it's written by other gay directors or gay writers. So that way the characters are accurate, and they're not one note, And, and the one note being, I'm gay. And that, yeah, that's what sucks, too, because there's some people and some directors and screenwriters that are actually genuine, and they're trying to not just relate and not just get the money. They're trying to actually put a character like that because that's real life now. Like, more people are out, more people are able to speak their minds. So, like, putting a character like that inside of your movie, TV show, whatever, is good, not only for the relatability, but just in general, because it's so, it's actually real life you know so it's like when when the these directors and screenwriters are actually uh genuine about it 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 sucks because then it gets a tarnished reputation because of all these shitty people who have been doing it just to make money yeah it's like the saying like one spoiled crew to ruin the bunch or something like that yeah yeah it's yeah you like give everybody kind of a shitty name and you're you're making everybody question everybody's motives yeah and it's all tough. they're trying to do is show representation. Yeah. It's just, it's just shitty. It really fucking sucks because there's genuine ass people out there trying to do that. I also see a lot of people just saying, because nowadays you do see more gay characters, it's like they complain still and they're just like, mm-hmm. why are there so many gay characters in everything I watch? And it's just, and it goes back to like, why does it matter? And I always see the argument of, like, most people are straight, so then most of everything I should see should only be straight people. Yeah. It's just like, well, some people are gay. So if you have a certain amount of characters in that show, it would make sense for at least one of them to be not straight, at least. Yeah, because that's not how real life works. Yeah. Like, one out of five people will be non-straight. They'll be something else. So... You know, it's the same thing for a group of characters in a TV show or a movie. And people don't, people don't like to hear that explanation. It's dumb that they don't. It's 
it's fucking real life. Like, you gotta face the facts. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. And I've been noticing lately, in terms of the shows, they've been getting better with showing consent and how that works in film or just in media in general. Mm -hmm. It's been a really big topic as of late, especially with all the accusations coming forth. You know, you have your Harvey Weinsteins and your R. Kelly's, and those are like kind of the modern day ones, you know. And I think, I don't think you can discuss sexuality without at least bringing up consent, because I think it's kind of the number one thing that needs to happen before anything even gets started. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was asking for this just because I'm curious. Did your, uh, your parents talk to you about consent when they talked to you about sex or did your parents talk to you about sex ever yeah i had the sex talk but i never learned about consent that i can remember from them yeah did you yes so when my mother did talk to me about sex she did talk to me about consent which i thought was which at the time i didn't realize but now i look back and i was like that was really important like that was really good that she mentioned that she said, like, you always want an enthusiastic yes. Like, it always needs to be, like, a yes. Like, make sure that everybody's, nobody's doing nothing they don't want to do. That's how she phrased it, which was nice. How did you, like, talk, though? Like, what did your parents say to you exactly? It was basically the, like, stereotypical film one, where it's, like, when a man and a woman love each other very much, they get together and they the man sticks his penis in the woman's vagina and then that's how babies are made. Yeah. That was literally basically it. I think my sex talk kind of happened over the course of my life. So it was never like a sit down and talk. It was like anytime the subject would come up, even in film or people were talking, she would always just bring it up and talk to me about it. Yeah. So it was never like a weird or too, too much of an awkward thing just because she had always mentioned it in our, and she made it apparent, I guess. Like, she always brought it up whenever it came up, and then she explained things when they came up. So that way, well, I think she did sit me down and talk to me once. She had already had multiple talks with me about different things mm -hmm. in terms of, like, because I remember when I was little and I asked uh, what HIV was, and she told me, she said, oh, it's, it's just, it's a disease people get when they have sex. Like, most parents don't know how to tell their kids something like that, and she was just really straightforward, which my mom is very straightforward about everything. She doesn't really have a filter, so anything I ever asked her, she told me, which was nice. So yeah, that's good. that was never an issue. So in terms of, like, how I talked about, how we talked about sex, it was good. Had it, the only way I think it could have had been better was if I was able to talk about sex with another gay person. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's just a different world. It's not the same at all, and there are different risks, and there's just, there are different roles. It's just different. And I think this is also where I think school systems kind of fail you in terms of sexual education, because they focus... So usually they'll just focus on STDs. Yeah. Even if, like, sometimes they'll go into intercourse. Sometimes, which is... Yeah, barely. 
awful. You should all, like, I feel like, what is the point in having a sexual education class, a sexual education class, if you're not going to educate them on everything that embodies sexuality? Yeah. It does not make sense to me. So if they ever do taste about intercourse, it's always only heterosexual intercourse. So if you're gay, you walk out of that classroom, leaving like, you walk out and just think, okay, that didn't help me at all, but cool, you know what I mean? That doesn't do shit for you whatsoever, obviously. Yeah, it's like, because it's like, I'm not putting my dick in a vagina, so I'm not going to have to worry about having babies. Yeah. Or like birth control or any of that shit. Like, that's not super duper useful for me. Or to me, I should say. That's a weird thing, too. Like, I've never... I never understood those classes for... Like, why Why do we need those, specifically? I think it's really, really important. Well, it is important, but not with the shit they say. That's what I mean. Like, why is it... Why, why can't we extend the curriculum for it? Yeah, I think like you're the saying. actual class is really important. I think the way it's taught, it's stupid. especially in, like, southern states, it's just awful. Yeah. Because uh, when it comes to sexual education, there's, like, no... There's no curriculum, like, there's no state-certified curriculum like there is, like, in science or math, where it's, yeah. like, they have to learn this, this, and this. First of all, it's an optional thing. Like, a school doesn't even have to do it if they don't want to That's in some fucking states. fucking crazy. That is so fucking crazy. And then if they do do it, they don't even necessarily have to talk about sex. They can just talk about abstinence. That so then it's, so... like... Okay, crazy. so then it's just like, none of you should be doing this. You should be waiting for the one until you get married. And it's just like, that like didn't fucking, teach you anything. It's like Mean Girls. If you have sex, you will die. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. I remember we had sexual education in our school to a certain extent. Like, we had, we had a class in fifth grade, and that wasn't exactly sexual education. That was just teaching you what happened in puberty. Yeah. And then the, the one I had in seventh grade, they you were had just one in seventh grade. We had one in seventh grade at Strong. Everybody did. Maybe you didn't come to school that day. I don't know, but we had one at Strong, and it was basically just them showing us what STDs look like on dicks. Oh, I do remember that. I thought that was the same thing as the other one, puberty. It might. They might have been talking about puberty then too, but oh. we that was in fifth grade when we. Like, when they first showed us that one. I don't remember. I think it all just went together with me now. <laughs> yeah. But it was, like, not really anything useful. I mean, they told us to use a condom, which was probably the best thing they could have said. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, you know, be careful. I actually remember uh, my science teacher, because he was really good with what he said. He said, you never know what somebody's ha- what somebody has. If you're going to be with them, you have to think about who they've been with and who who they've been with, who they've been with. You know what I mean? Like anybody could have anything and that's how things spread. So it's good to be safe. And I thought that was really important because I feel like not a lot of schools will even go that far to tell you to at least use a condom. A lot of people, like a lot of the schools, well, not here, but a lot of Southern schools, they do teach abstinence in their sexuality classes or their sexual education classes. 
So I do think it's always really important when a school system teaches safe sex, especially in the world we live in. Oh, yeah. And then we also had a, a health class in high school, too, but it wasn't or a uh, uh, health slash sexual education class. And it was so stupid. It didn't do really? anything. That's weird. Yeah. It didn't, like, there was nothing that was taught that was, like, it was it was mainly health class because it was only, like, a few weeks out of the class we would have a, a lecture on sexual education and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I guess because it was not directly supposed to be it, it you know, wasn't as good as it should be, but I think that just goes for the whole entire thing, where they're not as good as they should be in general. Yeah, I agree. I do think there should be, like, some revisions on curriculums, and there should yeah. be, like, a set thing where a state's just not allowed to preach abstinence. They should be able to, they should talk about STDs. They should also talk about consent. There is no reason that, there is absolutely no reason where a school system should not be teaching consent in a yeah. sexual education class. Yeah. That should be like one of the first things that you teach before you even go to into how sex works. Everybody has to be on board for what's happening. And I do not understand why that is not like a mandatory thing. And I think that's why, you know, all this shit has been happening too, because nobody was ever taught it. Yeah. It goes further than that, obviously, but at base, it's like, a lot of people were not even taught what this shit was. Yeah. And when it comes to consent, I do think there are like gray areas where I think people need to talk about it. I think even the, I don't know too much of what happened, but you know, like the Z's and sorry thing. No, he had an incident with somebody where it kind of just sounded like he did not know what he was doing. I don't know how to describe it. I would have to do more. I have to look more into it. But a lot of times, especially with like famous people, it'll be there will be like a weird pressure there. It's like because they're famous, I can't say no. And it's like this gray area of consent where it's like maybe they will do those things. But it doesn't necessarily mean they wanted to. Yeah. Like, or even like the Harvey Weinstein thing where it's like, he was just being fucking weird. And when you're in that position of power and you have so much like stake in somebody's career, them telling you no is could ruin their life. Yeah. So then they have to consent. But then you think about, well, is that really consent? Because you basically force them into a situation where they had to let you do these things. Use your power to get these sexual acts done. And then in that that aspect, I would say, no, that's not consenting, but I think other people would argue that it is because they allowed it to happen. Yeah, but there's always a different game with that, where it's, it's, it's mental game and then physical game. Your physical game, of course, says yes, because even if, even if you get raped, like for a woman, you still act, your body it acts still gets that way. Wet. Yeah, yes, that's just how it happens. Yes, but your mind is no, no, no the entire time. It's just the same thing, but instead, they're already agreeing to it with, with a person of power like that. They already agree to it because they need to, like you said, with, with they could ruin their lives. Yeah. So, 
I don't think it is. It's, of course, you literally, with the words that come out of your mouth are yes, but it's not. Something not. you want to do. It's something you're, you're being forced to do. Yeah. Not physically, but your career is on the line. Yeah. Or maybe it's just some other stake is on the line where they're not physically forcing you, but maybe they're like professionally forcing you. Yeah. Which, I mean, is the same thing to me as sexual assault. Mm -hmm. like you're forcing somebody to do something sexually like, with you that they do not want to do. It's like casting directors. That's a huge fucking issue. Yeah. Casting directors. That stuff skews me up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are, they're bad. And again, it's like, I mean, maybe that's more so like we were talking about earlier with the um, one bad fucking thing can make them all look bad again, you know? Maybe it's like that where now it's a little bit more changed, but yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, I think about that and you can go even further and you could think about like Girls Gone Wild, how oh, those man. commercials just always be on. It was just, he would approach people who were fucking blasted like just not in their right mind whatsoever yeah. and ask them to show their boobs and it's like i don't know i think that's fucked up like i just do like that person isn't like if somebody's so drunk like that would you have sex with them and if no then why would you like tell them the real parts of their body on camera all right like it's like the same thing for me where it's like they're not in their state of mind they're not in their normal state of mind. Mm -hmm. Like if they were drunk or if they were sober, they probably would have, would not have done that. But you've taken advantage of this person when they're not in a right state of mind because they are so drunk. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I still think that shit's crazy. Like the girls gone wild stuff. Yeah. It is not, it is not a good thing. And I don't like, I don't know everything there is. Like, I don't know if those are paid actors and I don't know if they were real people or so. not. But I just think the whole base is, is just kind of fucked. It's it's gross is what it is. Yeah. It's actually just so disgusting. Because it's like, once you, like, they did that, that's that's online forever. Yeah. Like, that can, I'm sure it probably has ruined people's lives. Like, professionally, like, mm -hmm. employers look you up, that comes up, you are fucked. And that is because some skis bag saw you at a bar when you were fucking loaded and decided to record you and talked you into doing this thing when you were not in a right state of mind. Yeah, and I think that's fucked up. Unless it is paid actors, then in that case... Yeah, if, if it's it was paid fine, actors... If they were fine with it, that's completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if it is. They always advertise yeah. it on TV like it was just random girls at a party. Like a uh, spring break. Yeah. Whatever fucking year, you know. Just fucking it's so weird it's it's so disgusting it's like i don't know that's a weird fucking thing man. yeah i mean along with being drunk like they say and i agree with this it's like is it sexual assault if one person is really drunk and the other one is sober and i would say yeah because maybe this sober person is taking advantage of the drunk one they're not in a state of mind yeah, but I think that's it's it's more so uh, selective with that. It depends on the situation, because yeah. if it's like a boyfriend and a girlfriend in that sense, where it's like they're it's they normally fuck, you know. Yeah, that's I feel like that's okay, you know. 
I think a lot of people would disagree, but I know what you mean by that. Like, there's always kind of like there's al- there's already communication there, right? Like they have that relationship already built up to where they know it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I think as long as you've talked about it beforehand, right. then it's fine. Like, but if it's just two people at a bar, fuck no. Yeah, I don't think that's right. So then there is like this gray area question where. If two people are fucking wasted, is it consent if they both have sex just because they're both not in the right state of mind? Or is it still like, I are they sexually assaulting each other? I have pondered this question for a few days, and I think it is not sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I think it, I think that it's not because since you said they're both fucking blasted, they, they're in that state of mind together. Because when you're drunk or you're high or whatever, you're mm-hmm. in that state of mind. It's a hive mind type thing where you're all together and connected. That's why bars are so fucking popular because everybody's connected by that. Yeah. So when you're in that in that uh, like mood and then you're also horny, like when you're in the hive mind and then you're horny, I feel like it, it just connects better. And so maybe it's something, again, maybe it's just selective that I'm thinking, but if if but if you're already feeling that way, and then, like, you guys do get drunk. Like, if you're both already feeling like you want to fuck, and then you get drunk, and then you do it, I feel like that's fine. Yeah. Like, again, it's more so selective, but in that sense. I think it's fine only when there isn't, like, a power play at hand. Yeah. And also, if you two are on the same level of drunkenness. Like, somebody can oh, be yeah, tipsy yeah, yeah. and somebody can be blasted. Yeah. That's, and I think yeah. that's not right. No. I think you guys should be on the same state of mind, and then, and, and if everybody is consenting, then obviously, in my opinion, I think it it, 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 it counts as consent, I guess, that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't either. But uh, I think uh, there are people who would argue otherwise, like, if you're not in the state well, of mind, see... you shouldn't be have sexual, you shouldn't yeah, be having I can, sex anyways. Yeah, I can see that side of it like i understand it mm-hmm. you know what i mean because again i uh, i'm it's just more so selective yeah they've probably had a bad experience in that in that sense so yeah. it's, it's obviously like you just gotta listen to people and see how they feel about it you know yeah for me i don't think i would ever do that i think if i'm going to meet somebody if I'm blasted, I'm not going to be doing anything. If somebody else is blasted, I'm not going to be doing anything. I have with an ex. I've never actually met up with somebody and they got drunk and done it. I just have with an ex, though, like gotten drunk with her and then we had sex. Yeah. But I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys probably talked about it beforehand and everything was good since you were in a relationship. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. We were already, we already established that, you know, house together with, our feelings about it so we already knew what was going to happen yeah i think in that case then like i feel like in any case when it comes to consent communication is always like the biggest thing and like just verbal cues and physical cues if somebody is into something or not like you can see it you can most people can see it some guys actually just cannot really yeah i mean there are people who even like people who like, guys who hit on girls, and it's just, like, they're not saying no. Like, they're not saying no, go away. But they're giving you cues to, like, leave me alone type yeah, of deal. right. 
some people just cannot read those, and there are also people who refuse to read those. Just don't care. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's shitty in both cases. Oh, yeah. Which is why I like to tell people to be direct, but I know people can't always be direct when it comes to that, just for safety issues. Mm 100%. Yeah. Which, I mean, we'll get more into that when we do the women's podcast, but yeah. So we touched a little bit on like the the STD part, and I think that goes back to a bit of shaming, you know, where it's if if you have been with multiple partners, if you they get shamed more so because they have, you know, you could have the chance of having an STD. In my opinion, I don't even think it's necessarily about people worrying about STDs. Because you can have sex with one person and get an STD. That's true. You can be a virgin and have sex and then just get an yeah, STD. Yeah, but not that many people are aware of that. People think once you've been with more people that you're more prone to get these STDs and, you know. Yeah, but I don't think that's why body count is important to people. I, I think, think people are just looking for usually women who just not have, who just has here. not slept with as many people so that they can say like yep. they're they're a clean person. Yep. When they're pure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the main thing there, but I wanted to wrap it back around with the STDs because I feel like that's a that's a big point for the stupid people. Yeah. Like, I know people, even conversations where you hear like, oh, I would never date like a porn star. I would never date a stripper. But it's like, <laughs> Fuck, those, uh, are the, those are the cleanest people. Literally. Like, they're going to always be safe with what they're doing. Are you? Yeah. Like, like, who's to say your that's, fucking dick's not dirty? Like, right. I don't know. That's the funniest shit ever to me, because porn stars are the cleanest motherfuckers. They literally, it's state required for a lot of places where they have to get checked every two weeks yes. to every month when they're actively filming. They are, and they're actors. That's the whole yeah. point of it. They're actors. So they literally know what they're doing. Most like, people... There's not, there's, there's literally even, because... People might think they know about sex, but you do not know about sex until you fucking know about porn, like the actual shooting of it. It's crazy how much shit goes into it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it could be, honestly, a whole podcast just talking about porn, but... Yeah. I think about it, it's like most people I know don't even get tested yearly or annually. Like, every 10 years, they probably don't even get tested for fucking STDs. And you're over here calling a fucking porn star dirty when she gets right. tested every two yes, weeks. Yes, dude, it's fucked. It's like, so dumb. Like, you don't even know if you have anything, and you could, and you're talking about somebody else. Like, anytime I hear one of our friends, like, say, like, oh, I, I had sex with this person. I did not use a condom. It's just like, if that is not your significant other, and you guys have you not talked about you're it. You're not used to it, like, with, with your significant other. Like, you're not used to having sex without a condom with this person. Yeah, like, if it's just some random person and you're going and having sex with them without a condom, I think there is something wrong there. That you don't don't value yourself enough to use a condom. And to think about your health first. And to think about their health first is if this is something that you do on a regular basis. Yes, dude. It It is crazy. I don't know. I don't know how. Like, I remember... I was talking with a friend, and he's like, oh, I just, I had sex with this girl. I was like, oh, cool. Like, did you use protection? She's like, no, she doesn't have anything. I was like, well, how do you know that? He's just like, she doesn't. I was like, oh, you guys get tested together? It's like, no. It's just like, oh, so how do you know? 
Right. You don't know so shit. So you don't know. She probably doesn't even know. Right. Maybe she doesn't, but maybe she does. And that's the whole fucking point. Yeah. And that goes back to a little bit about power, too, where it's like, or more so like shaming, I guess, because they feel bad about it, right? Yeah. And they still have that over your head. And I don't know how people deal with that. I don't know how people are actually able to have unprotected sex when you have an STD and feel good about it. Like, you are literally giving it to the other person yeah how do you not care i mean yeah that's really shitty and yeah. i think that's like a that i think that's more so a rare case where people are i've, I've heard about it at least like read about it where it's yeah. like that where they really are fucking assholes and they don't give a fuck yeah people don't care they will spread it just to spread it and there are people who there are people called they're like bug chasers where they look for people who have it just to have sex it's like for me, I think it's like a weird fucked up kink thing for people. It's really fucked up, but I don't know. Like, if you want something like that, that's your life, but like, you should not be giving that to somebody knowingly. That's really yeah. fucked up. I'm pretty sure you can go to jail for that, actually. I think it's illegal Good. to do that. Good, it should be. Yeah, if you willing, like, if you've been tested and you willingly know you have something and you give it to somebody else, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can get in trouble for that good which you, is nice you literally should you should yeah. get in trouble you should there's no excuse let's say somebody has an std and they know they have an std do you think they should tell every partner they're going to sleep with that they have an std even if they're if they know they're going to be using protection i still think yes for me i think if it's like a one night stand deal and you know everything is going to be fine then no yeah, for me, I don't think that if you know, like, let's say, let's say you're, like, HIV positive, and you are at a gay bar or something, and you're going home with somebody, and you know you're going to be using protection, and you know you're going to be safe about it, I don't think there needs to be a talk, but I think there should always be a talk when there's, where there's, like, an active risk of you giving it to somebody, so... There are certain diseases where, like, even with a condom, there's still, there's still some, there's like a, still a possibility of it spreading. I think it's always, always important that if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, or if you're, if you are actively dating, that that should be one of the first things you lead with, or like, have to say, so that way people can know, like, before they get fully invested, if this is something that they're okay with. Because, like, for me personally, if somebody came to me and I was really interested in them and they said, oh, just so you know, I have this. If we take these precautions, if we take these precautions, it'll never be a thing, you know. And if I love this person, then I would it wouldn't bother me, like, because I knew I could just be safe about it. But not everybody thinks like that. And I think you should always give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, the benefit of doubt. And also give people their i guess the the knowledge to know like is this something i'm i'm comfortable with am i comfortable with dating somebody with x x problems or x diseases yeah and if there's this risk of me getting it is it worth me staying with them mm-hmm. that's a huge fucking thing people don't even consider they're just like oh you got an std fuck off like it's bad to do that you're not giving somebody a chance yeah 
and here's the thing with that. At least they they were forward with you and they told yeah. you the truth right to your face. Yeah. Where somebody could have just lied to you, fucked you over and gave you something. Yeah. For me, people who have enough balls and are are who care about not only their health but yours to tell you this are the people that I want to trust. Right. Because they told me straight up, this is what's happening. I am on top of my health care. I know what I have. I get tested regularly because I know this. And I inform all my partners. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you give that person a chance? Yeah. To a certain extent, like, I get it. But don't just say no just because, like, I don't know. That's fucked up to me. Yeah, I know. It's really fucking bad. That happens a lot, too. So... Does body count or does body count matter to you like in a partner? No. No. I really don't care. I don't care either. That's never been a thing for me and I don't think it ever will. It was a thing for me when I was younger when I didn't really know anything and I thought the way of that with the STD thing. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Like that some people think that way because I used to. So. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't care anymore. So. Is or was virginity a big deal to you in terms of, like, your virginity or other people you're having sex with if they were virgins or not? I think it was a big deal just because I was losing it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so, yes, I think it was a big deal to me just because it was like, holy shit, I'm actually having sex and I'm not I'm not a virgin anymore. But I don't like I don't care about partners. Yeah. So in the sense, I meant like. Did you care who you lost it to? Or was it like this precious oh, thing you were waiting to give away to somebody special? Well, I did care who I lost it to. Like, I didn't want it to just be a random fucking person. Yeah. Like, I wanted it to be special, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I wanted it to be meaningful and something that wasn't just like a, I'll see you never again, you know, mm-hmm. it was a one night stand. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to actually lose it to somebody who I cared about. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a lot of people think like that, too. Or even, like, I remember I was talking to a friend in college, and she was, she started dating this guy, and she was like, I'm a virgin, I've never done anything, and I don't know if this is just a fling or not, so I don't want to do anything with him just in case this is a fling, and I'm like, it's, like, I had to tell her, in my opinion, and I told her this is my opinion, but I don't think virginity is that big of a deal, like, if you want to have sex with him, go do it. It doesn't matter if the relationship is going to last or not. If you're having a good time, why not go have a good time? You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. Like, I understand that, but I just see it a little bit differently where I can see both sides of it where, yeah, if you're having fun, do it. But at the same time, if you feel that way, then it's just in their mind, you know, like you can't change that. Yeah. You can't change it. Cause she was just like, I really, really, really want to do this with him. Oh, well. And then she went like, but I'm scared that this isn't an actual relationship. And if it's just a fling and I'm like, I don't think that matters. Like if you really want to do something and you're consenting to it, it does matter though to her. Yeah. It matters. Well, yeah, it matters to her. That's why. That's the only reason why. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it was just her doubting herself about it because she wanted to be in a relationship and lose it during that. Yeah, That's well, how I was. Yeah, and I think it was more so that she was scared that people would judge her. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. 
And I, I think that it's like that a lot of time where people are just scared that they'll get judged on how they lost it. Mm-hmm. Or like, when I tell this story to people, when they ask, is it going to be a good memory or is it going to be a bad memory? And I always think you should bring that into consideration too. I mean, you shouldn't be having sex with people you don't want to be having sex with. Right. Just in general. In my opinion, when it comes to that, I feel like as long as you're comfortable and you really want to do it, I don't think you necessarily have to wait for somebody special. If there's somebody there right now, why not type of deal for me, in my opinion. Yeah, I understand that. And I think kind of it, the reason why people always look back on their stories like that is because they want to think they want a memory of somebody they loved and have it not be like shameful in a way mm-hmm. in the sense like, Oh, maybe if it was just a one night stand then I'll get looked at as like a dirty person and they'll shame me. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of gets you to look at like other, other like shaming aspects that are in sex, like kink shaming and the fact that this act is considered taboo to people because it's not normal and you have to look at what's normal and what's not normal when it comes to sex because most people would say or i think it's like if you look at it that way you could say the only normal sex there is is like heterosexual missionary sex yeah. if you if like that's like kind of the most normal and vanilla you can get possibly And then if you expand beyond that, it starts to get more and more taboo in, like, society's eyes. What do you think makes a kink taboo in the first place? Or, like, unusual? I just think something that not a lot of people are into. Yeah. Like, anal. Would you consider anal to be taboo? Yeah. I would. I would as well, in the sense that it's not nearly as popular... As yeah. just vaginal, because yeah. vaginal sex is just easier. It already has lubrication for you there. It's just it's just more convenient. Uh, we're, we're with anal sex, you have to not only go out of your way to do it. Man. Usually, you'll need some kind of lubricant, and as well, to there's prep. yeah to prep. Yeah, there is the aspect of it is the hole where you shit out of. And people do not like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I that's why. that's understandable. Like, your shit comes out of that hole. And, like, when you hear something like that, when you hear, like, from somebody, maybe, like, from a really vanilla person to be like, oh, people, people want to fuck the hole I shit out of, that's weird. And, like, when you say it like that, like, yeah, that sounds really weird. So, like, I understand to a certain extent what people mean Yeah. when it comes to it. But, I mean, piss out of a dick, piss out of a vagina. Like, right. there's still bodily fluids happening. So, I feel like as long, in my opinion, as long as you're clean, like, it mm-hmm. this shouldn't really matter. Even yeah. if you aren't clean, like, that's somebody's kink. That's true. Like, that's that's their own thing. I always found it weird with the shaming that comes to that. Just, like, trying to shit on somebody over something they like that has nothing to do with you. Right. I'll start, I'll ask the question, what are some of your kinks, Brandon, if you want to tell us? 
Well, I do like buttholes. That's the whole thing with me. I think that's a it's a weird situation because like I've never seen it from the outside where it's like, oh, that's where you shit out of. I've always just liked buttholes. Yeah. I I'm in the same boat with that. Like exact same boat. Yeah, I have two, but like I don't think that's weird for me anyways. I don't think it's don't weird think for it anybody. But for a gay man especially, like that's not a weird thing to right. say. You would expect that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't even know if I would call that a kink for me. It would just be part of normal sex, basically. Yeah. I discovered that. Like, I never really knew it. Because, I mean, I never was really sexual growing up either, like, with with anybody. But, like, I discovered that kind of later. I think I was, like, 17. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that I really actually did like them. No, oh, that makes sense. I think it goes further than that, too, with, like, actually eating ass. Yeah. Like, that by itself is a kink, so I guess that, too, that's one of mine. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, that's, like, a, it's a more taboo sexual act, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit more, like, dicey than just, like, a blowjob or, like, eating someone else, eating somebody out, because it goes back to just bodily fluids and putting your tongue where somebody shits. Like, yeah. that's where people's mind goes. Yeah, I don't think of it that way, though. That's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think of it that way, and I still like it. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing or anything. It's like, as long as you're clean, I, yeah, don't, right. I don't care. As long as you're clean, like, I really don't give a Like, I just don't want brown on my lip. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think, like, I have, like, any apparent ones. Like, I feel like there are sexual acts I like more than others. But nothing where it's, like, well, I guess that counts as a kink, right? Like, you eating, you like to eat ads, but that counts as a kink. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, like, sucking dick, like, that's something I would do. Like, that's probably my... I don't think that's a kink, though. It, well, if eating ads is a kink, is it not? No, because just liking buttholes and anal is a kink by itself. So, eating ass is way more taboo. Sucking dick is just normal for any any type of sex. Yeah. Besides, like, the that. very vanilla, like you were saying, with fucking just missionary, you know? Mm-hmm. Any type of sex, you need that kind of foreplay. It's way better. So, and I think this is where I disagree with a lot of straight people anyways, is they don't count oral as sex, and I never understood that. That is a sexual act, so therefore yeah, it is sex. It's literally called oral sex. Yeah, but I hear people go, oh... We didn't have sex, uh, I just ate her out, or we didn't have sex, she just blew me, but it's like, so you did have sex, you just didn't have vaginal sex. Which yeah. I, yeah. You had oral sex. Yeah. And I hear it a lot, it was just always weirds me out, it's like, well don't say you didn't have sex. Well that's just because people put the word sex with vaginal a lot. Yeah. Or anal or whatever. Like, that's, that's like the definition of it, you know. Yeah. Well, like... For them, I mean. I know what you mean. Well, how weird would be too weird for you? Like, where do you draw the line when it comes to like, uh, sex? Bodily fluids that aren't normal, normal. Like puke. Or, or blood. diarrhea or blood. Absolutely not for me. Absolutely <laughs> fucking really? not. Absolutely not. I hate it. I hate those. I hate seeing it from myself, let alone in a 
when I'm horny. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Like, I'm not really into pee, but, like, if somebody asked no. me. No, if somebody, if I was with somebody and they asked me to do it and they were like, I really like this, I wouldn't care because it's just pee. Like, I couldn't. I don't know. Like, maybe I would try it, like, whatever they wanted, but I. I don't want anything going in my mouth for just, just I don't at want all. that on me. I'm, like, I don't, I don't even know. want it on me. Or shit, care. for that matter. No. Like, I like buttholes, but definitely That's, like, shit. for me, that's, like, my biggest turn-off. Like, I could not deal with that. Like, poop. Like, the, yeah, any kind of feces anywhere would just... Yeah. Those are, I like, couldn't. same with puke. Those are my biggest yeah. ones. Those are my biggest fucking ones. And Bro, then, wait, yeah. if you don't like puke, do you not like gagging? Like, <clears throat> I fucking hate gagging. I hate spit. I hate spit. Really? I hate spit. I literally hate it. It is one of the worst things for me. Because, like, I will literally, like, watch somebody give me a blowjob, and it's like... Like, myself, I hate looking at it, just because of, like, all of the spit. I don't like it at all. Like, I used to put... We used to put, when I was with my ex, we used to put water on my dick. So, like, it would be already up technically because i could not deal with her spitting on me like i can't see spit come out of your mouth oh my god i hate it that's that's different <laughs> i hate spit so much dude i hate it i mean like, i guess that makes sense like you just don't like bodily fluids so that spit will yeah. count as one like but i'm fine with like making out like that but that like and that's even worse because it's directly. Yeah, I was gonna me. say that's but like, like I feel yeah. like that's the worst part. About I know, that. but I don't care about that, which is weird. But I care about seeing it on my penis. I don't know. I don't know what the thing is with me and that, but there's something there that I haven't figured out. <laughs> yeah, I also I really do not like feet. Like I feel like that's I don't like have a problem with it though. I like, don't like them. There's there's fucking stupid jokes about me and feet. But I don't actually, that's not one of my kinks. But if, like, I have a partner who's into it, I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I really would not care. But it's not something that I would go to somebody and be like, hey, I want to do whatever to your feet. I wouldn't say that. But if they said they would want to do it with their feet, I'd be like, okay. That I wouldn't care about. I would. Like, to an extent, if they were like, can you do this with my feet, it'd be a no. I mean, if they want to touch my feet, they can. Yeah. But I'm not doing anything with anybody else's feet. I wouldn't care. I can't. I just don't. I don't desire feet. But if yeah. they do and they're they're into it and I'm with them, then yeah, if they ask, like, I wouldn't care. I couldn't think about just like putting somebody's fucking walking nubs in my mouth. Like I don't fuck with that. It's just I wouldn't care. I don't even know why. It's just for me. Like, I feel like, which is weird because people would look at, like, how could you eat ass and not, like, feet? Like, feet are probably cleaner. It's like, but they just gross Ah. me out. Bro, a raw, like, that's where poop comes out of. That's where, how your body gets all the toxins out. Yeah. Like, it is literally disgusting. But, I mean, if it's clean, then it's clean. Right. But you could say the same thing about feet, but I would rather look an asshole. Yeah, me too. And I don't know why that is. I just don't like them. They just, they weird to me. They're different. 
there's actually something I bring this up quite a bit, and I actually want to put this to light really quickly. So, I learned a few months ago actually that the when when people are into feet, there's something in the brain that makes you like when you're growing up, it processes uh, knowledge differently. So when there, there's people who actually are into feet and that's like their main thing. There's something in the brain that switched on with the knowledge processing part and it switched it with the feet. So then it's right next to each other and they like switched it a bit. So they're combined. So that's what makes people like feet more. And I feel like that might be the same thing for any type of kinks. You know what I mean? I don't know. People have therapists and a lot of time that just goes back to childhood trauma or like issues. It's like That's they look for comfort in this. So therefore they get turned on now and they, they're comfortable with sex when it comes to this type of thing. It can be anything. And sometimes it can just be nothing and that you just like that thing. That's true. Yeah. I just want to know if it, if anything else is like that, because the feet one is, is a hundred percent that it can mm-hmm. obviously with other factors with it too but i want to know if anything is like all uh like through the mind that way with the processing shit as well if anything else is i'm not sure i mean they say like uh like like psychopaths like serial killers their brains are wired differently than normal people yeah yeah yeah. and that's where they're like that there's like people have been uh there's supposed to be like some kind of research for uh people who are like grown-ups who are attracted to children in the sense where you can or like i guess the only way i can relate it to is being gay in the fact that i'm attracted to men and not women and biologically i'm supposed to be attracted to women i'm supposed to want to do that just to procreate and whatnot Mm -hmm. but that's just not there for me like there is literally no attraction for women in my brain when I look at a woman, there is no sexual attraction whatsoever. And when I look at a guy, there is sexual attraction. There's a lot there. Yeah. And I don't know why that is or how that happened or why it happens to so many people. Uh, kind of like this deviation. Maybe it's like a deviation in the brain. I don't know if it's random. I don't know how the fuck that works, but that's just the way my brain works. Right. It is not something I chose it is not something i can change about myself it is just the way my brain works and so i think of people who are attracted to children as like maybe that is something that they can't help i think it's fucked up if you act on it i think you deserve just fucking terrible shit to happen to you if you act on an urge like that i think you should just get help but i do feel bad for the people who experience that because maybe that is not something that they can help in the fact that I can't help that I'm gay. Yeah. Maybe they can't help that they are sexually turned on by children, which you can always control yourself not to act on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that's kind of what I thought about when you said like the, the mind rewiring itself. And it's like, so that person just did not have a choice in that. Like they're no. just always going to be attracted to feet. Yeah. And that, yeah, like you said, that happens a lot in, like mainly now with being gay too like that it that's how it works obviously like yeah. something in your brain is just different than a normal quote-unquote person you know yeah a, a regular person 
a straight person or a cis yeah. person because trans people have the same thing, but it, it just goes to their gender. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Mildly Uncomfortable. We are now officially on Apple and Spotify, so make sure to check us out and leave us some five-star reviews. It'll mean so much. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. See you guys.